welcome to my podcast, sharing my homeschooling experience. I'm your host, Yasmin Haslani, a homeschooling mum of three. Today's episode is part two of Quality in Productivity. So without further ado, Today I would like to present to you four more key factors and ways in which to implement them in order to improve the quality of productivity. Firstly, being present and focused generally produces a better quality in the task. A key factor in achieving this is minimizing distractions and resisting the temptation to multitask. What I have found is that applying myself fully to one thing at a time, though I readily acknowledge that that can be easier said than done when you're a mum of three young children who may at times all be pulling you in different directions when you're trying to get something done, in which case I may revert back into multitasking, but I hold my hands up and say that, you know, that that does not produce the same Uh, level of quality um, in terms of productivity and my personal experience and that of others as is produced when the task is being carried out in a fully focused manner. Um, I will elaborate further with some examples. Doing one thing at a time can have a calming effect and applying that fully focused attention can help one to be more positively effective and improve the quality of the task one is doing, not only for oneself, but for others too. For example, listening to a podcast while trying to have a conversation with someone doesn't generally produce a good quality of attention to either one. Ultimately, it detracts from the experience. However, the pleasure in the focused activity of listening to a favourite podcast during some uninterrupted quiet time greatly enhances the enjoyment and absorption of what one is listening to. Just as when two people focus and fully engage in a conversation They achieve a far better level of communication and produce a far more effective and attentive exchange. Honouring both the speaker and the listener. Focusing on one task at a time also improves the standard of work one produces as well as improving one's efficiency in completing the tasks. As they say, practice makes perfect. Not that I'm presenting this with a view to achieving perfection, as I think that that's a bit of a lofty um, and perhaps unreasonable expectation. At least it is for me, as I don't think that anyone can be absolutely perfect. However, it is being presented as a means to build quality into the productivity. Prioritization is also um, a key to succeeding in building that quality. 
and just saying no to whatever else is being asked of you that would take you away from whatever you have prioritized. Because making those things your priorities is, is putting them, those things first for yourself and your family and seeing to those tasks and not being dissuaded or, or drawn away from it or distracted from it by something that someone else might be asking you to do like I don't know making something for the potluck or or the bake-off or going and hanging out with a friend for a coffee um, when you have other things to do and that doesn't mean you can't make time for that you can when you feel that you would like to rather than um, ending up pushing the things that are your priorities aside to accommodate these other things and then descending into a state of chaos with your own stuff because you, you're just not managing to get it all done. The upside of doing this is that if your quality of productivity is improved to a level that you're getting things done and you're and you're getting well practiced and well versed in in completing all your tasks and you're able to do them in a timely fashion you will have the time because you will be creating that time um, to do those other things and enjoy them rather than feeling oh my god I've got one more thing to do Taking it a step at a time to build that quality and being conscious of those wins, however big or small, helps one to appreciate and enjoy the journey. Organisation is also a key factor in developing the quality of productivity. For myself, a well-organised workspace creates a much more pleasing aesthetic. Um, I find that more inviting and much more fun to use. When organizing the workspace, creating a set place for every item that one wants to have in that workspace is key to the smooth running of the operations taking place in that space. Because whatever you need, whatever task you're doing, um, you know exactly where to find those things. And that greatly increases the efficiency with which person can do the task. And it is also very helpful in terms of keeping the workspace tidy. Because as soon as you've finished with whatever item, you know exactly where to put it back so that you can easily find it the next time you need it. And it also helps to maintain that pleasing aesthetic of a clean, tidy, orderly environment. A lady called Marie Kondo has brought out some wonderful books and videos about organisation around the home. And I myself have taken up one or two of her ideas. Being a family of five, Laundry was one of the things that um, I had quite a battle in creating a system for. And I used one of her folding techniques to organize my dresser, in which I, I keep t-shirts and 
smalls and that sort of thing. And the folding technique that I learnt from her um, stacks everything in the drawers so that when you open the drawer, even if you've got 30 items in there, you can see all of them at a glance. And it, you know, and so you can just grab what you want without disturbing anything else that's in the drawer. So the drawers stay really tidy. And I do all my folding in the laundry room and I literally just pick up the stack, take it to the drawer, open the drawer and just drop it in. And it literally just, just takes two seconds to do. It's a wonderful method. And every time I open the drawer I, or a drawer in the dresser, I have the pleasure of seeing everything neatly folded in line and being able to see everything at a glance, which is, which is great because before that I was um, laying one thing on top of another. So if I wanted something that was five t-shirts down, I would have to lift those off to get that one. And then this is a, a much more efficient and neat system. And it's, some people have said, oh, it sounds like a lot of work, but it really isn't because you only fold the stuff once and put it in and then you've got that organised space that is so much easier to use. And last, but by no means least, that all-important infusion of the fun factor, the secret sauce that pulls the whole thing together that which feeds our motivation to sustain, maintain and grow to fill the room for improvement that we may raise the bar on our quality of productivity. And the ingredients to that secret sauce are as follows. When compiling my daily to-do list, I have one task that is set to give me a boost on completion. So it needs to be something that requires a bit of effort to do. It could be something that I'd been wanting to do but hadn't got around to, like say, rearranging my coffee cupboard. Or it might be doing those extra 10 push-ups as part of my workout. Or it might be a habit I'm trying to form. It can be anything you want it to be. The criteria is to stretch oneself a little and the key is to keep it simple. The completion of the task gives that boost of satisfaction that yes, I got that done. And there's an added feel good factor in achieving something that's a bit of a challenge. The challenging part of it doesn't have to be the difficulty of the actual task itself, though that is a good one too. It can be something as simple as meeting the challenge of motivating oneself to do the task. So something as simple as rearranging my coffee cupboard, though it wasn't a difficult task, is another little win. That's one more task completed and ticked off my to-do list. So now, whenever I open that cupboard, I have the pleasure of finding a well-organized space. It's a simple thing, yet something one can appreciate and enjoy using. Particularly so when we've been having one of those harder days of homeschooling, 
and I'm reaching for a comforting brew of something warm, like a nice coffee or perhaps a tea, and I open that cupboard to find some order. And that's a nice feeling. So meeting that challenge a day task to give oneself that boost. And the other thing is setting a highlight for one's day. Something special that you do just for yourself. And that again, doesn't have to be something elaborate. It can be something as simple as putting a couple of slices of cucumber on your eyes and just relaxing for a while. It can be anything you like, something that you feel would create a highlight in your day, something that is just for you. The key element for both the boost and the highlight are consistency. Meeting that daily challenge and feeling that boost of feel-good factor consistently is encouraging. It can be used as a tool for self-development because every time you meet that challenge, you've stretched yourself a little bit more and reached that little bit further. So it's a good way of building one step at a time towards perhaps a goal one might have set for oneself, maybe forming a new habit um, that might be an improvement to one's lifestyle or some other kind of development. The challenge could be about learning something new. The highlight is about self-care, about filling one's cup in order to maintain and sustain the consistency that is required to successfully improve the quality of productivity. The highlight is a daily reward because you're worth it. Until the next time, I wish you a peaceful mind and a joyful heart. Thank you for listening. Thank you.